Hey guys, my name is Natalie. I have a new life in Christ and I'm in recovery from approval of man, perfectionism, and a desire for control. Hey guys. Growing up, my family and I went to church some, but God was more of an idea than a focal point. Therefore, my worldview was shaped heavily by my home life and pop culture. My parents love each other and me very much, but like any marriage, they had their disagreements. As a little girl, I remember listening in on their fights, fearing they would get a divorce. Oh, tears already. <laughs> there were times I would insert myself into their arguments. As a nine or 10-year-old, I even remember having conversations with my parents about their habits. Believing my input would be enough to promote change. However, my attempts weren't enough. This was my first exposure to failure and a desire for control. Because love and approval was something I often felt I had to earn. I did my best to be the perfect girl. From elementary to high school, I did my best to excel in all the things and build a killer resume. Straight A's, volleyball, choir, student council, National Honor Society, homecoming court, etc. you name it, I probably did it. Because of this, I got into the college of my choice, Texas A&M University. Whoop! <laughs> like many freshman girls, I went through sorority recruitment. After joining a sorority, I quickly learned that partying was my ticket to finding friends. While I didn't like drinking due to what I had seen growing up, I gave in to be accepted. But what started out as fun quickly turned into chaos after two primary events. The first was when I was on a charter bus on the way to a fraternity semi-formal where I was sexually abused. Thankfully, I blacked out during most of it but was hauntingly reminded of it the next day by one of the guys on the bus. Determined to pretend like it never happened, I stepped it deep down. The second event was really a culmination of things. Through the heavy partying and drinking, I had gained some weight. When one of my friend's boyfriends pointed it out to me, I was mortified. Desperate for control, I began to work out heavily, watch what I ate, and eventually developed an eating disorder. Broken and secretly struggling, my senior year of college, I was invited to join a Bible study through my sorority. Vaguely knowing about God and knowing I needed help, I agreed to try it out. Maybe God could help me. I was, it was in attending that Bible study faithfully every Wednesday night that God started to open my mind and soften my heart towards him. Upon graduation, I moved to Dallas where a friend invited me to church. And that Sunday was the first Sunday I stepped into Watermark Community Church. Immediately, I fell in love. I loved that one of the pastors had a background similar to mine and taught in a way that was authentic. I loved it so much that I started bringing my friends and my boyfriend turned fiance, John. It was here at Watermark that I accepted the gospel for the first time and slowly began to experience freedom from my eating disorder. Ephesians 2, 8 through 9 says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing, it is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. I now understood that God's love for me had nothing to do with my performance or earning approval. 
He loved me unconditionally, and that was rest for my weary soul. After getting married to John, we became members at Watermark and joined a foundation group with other married couples. This is when we quickly realized we had a lot to work through, which led us both to regeneration. As a perfectionist, approval seeker, and control freak, Monday nights were not fun for me. (laughs) Even though I knew Jesus had died on the cross for my sins, confessing them openly to a room full of people terrified me. You would think after the first few times it would get easier, but that was not the case. Most Mondays consisted of severe anxiety, a ton of tears, and deep embarrassment as I confessed my struggles to those around me. Honestly, I hated every minute of it, but I knew I was being obedient to what God had called me to. I wanted to heal, so I stuck with it. It wasn't until step four inventory and step five confess that I began to experience some freedom. In step four inventory, I laid it all out there. I spent hours recollecting and documenting my past hurts, mistakes, fears, and resentments. It was here that I remembered the sexual abuse that I had experienced in college and was able to talk through it with John, my community, and a counselor. I also got to see firsthand all of my sin, everything that Jesus had died for. In step five, I had to confess my entire inventory to the girls in my community group. While I was still fearful of what they would think of me, by God's, by God's strength, I did it, while crying, of course. At the end, rather than reject or shame me, they hugged me and told me they loved me. It was in that moment that I got to experience the gravity of God's love for me. 1 John 1, 7 through 9 says, If we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. While I didn't have to confess my sins in order to be saved, I got to share them in order to be fully known, fully loved, and experience even more healing. It was a beautiful depiction of God's love for me through other believers. When commencement from region came in the summer of 2020, I was so thrilled with the newfound freedom and healing I'd experienced that I was dead set on becoming a region leader. However, the fear of sharing my testimony on stage and making a mistake as a leader kept me from going through with it. Desiring some normalcy and security, I resolved to settle into my new role at work and let my dream of being a region leader go. While I'd like to say everything was smooth sailing after finishing the 12 steps, my life actually got more challenging. Within six months of my new job, my company went through a realignment, which dissolved my team and landed me a promotion. While this should have been a good thing, the high demands and pressure that came with my role led me to working crazy hours and losing 10 pounds seemingly overnight. At the same time, my community group dissolved, my marriage was tense, and familiar symptoms of anxiety showed up again. While I wanted so badly to keep it all together, I needed to make a change, so after three months in the promotion, I transferred jobs internally. This time, burnout and depression followed. John 15, 2 says, 
Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. While the pressure of the promotion I had received was intense, my PTSD-like reactions during that time didn't seem warranted. Hoping to get to the root of my anxiety, I increased my counseling sessions and revisited helpful steps like step four inventory and step five confess. It was here that I realized the anxiety stemmed from experiences in my childhood. Remembering how I had failed to achieve change at home once before, now as an adult, I was sure I would fail in attempting to succeed in my new role at work. On top of that, the perfectionism I took on as a child was now put under a microscope as I feared showing my flaws to my boss and leadership team. It was here that I realized God was putting my need for approval, perfectionism, and control on blast. He was challenging where my worship was directed and who or what I was putting my hope in. Through all of this, God redirected my steps. After months of seeking recovery on my own, I knew God was calling me back to region. In November of 2021, I met with Sierra and Emily about becoming a region step group leader, and by February 2022, I had my group. This time around in region, I've learned that it's not me who does the leading, but the Holy Spirit in me. I just show up and God does the rest. As well, through all of the roles I took on at my old job, God was preparing me to take a new role, this time one that is here on staff at Watermark. As I look back on everything that has happened over the past two years, I clearly see how God has used hard circumstances to refine and prepare me. He has shown me there is purpose in the pain and provision in his plans for me. Lastly, while public speaking has previously been a source of anxiety, I've learned to rely on God to strengthen me in moments of fear, which is why I'm able to stand here today. Because of what the Lord has done in my life, I can now with confidence share my story with others. If tonight is your first night at Regeneration, welcome. Please know you're not alone and your struggles are not unique. For those of you who have been coming to Region for a while, whether you're in groundwork waiting for a step group or you're deep into the steps, my encouragement to you would be to not give up. Keep showing up. Keep doing the hard heart work. Surrender it all to him. God wants to heal your wounds and help you find freedom, so don't be afraid to let him. So with that, my name is Natalie. I have a new life in Christ, and I'm in recovery from approval of man, oh, perfectionism, and a desire for control. And to God be all the glory.